Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ho, 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 y'all. Welcome to Jackalope Tales, Urban Legends and Music, where we uncover, is it real or is it a jackalope tale? I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Umbarger. And also with us today, our production crew, Jenny. Hello. Jeannie. Mary, Mary. And on the board... Direct from the Island of Misfit Toys, Natalie. Hello. Today we're going to talk about Christmas songs and kind of the dark origins of Christmas songs because we always lean towards darkness, it seems. I know. We seem to be uh, striving to get away from the light. Right. I mean, you know, Mm. there's so much happiness in the world. We need to just remind everybody that you can't have light without shadow. Or uh, shadow without light. I don't know. Shadow without light. <laughs> One of those two things. Something happens. See. But it's cool when you have all this happy stuff going on Christmas uh, and all the songs, but then there's actually something that's dark behind it. Right. Yeah. And Christmas songs can be kind of a beat down for many people, mm-hmm. myself included. Yeah. You don't want to hear it year round. No. And they all kind of sound the same. And m- most of them seem disingenuous and saccharine sweet and yeah gross uh but today we are going to look at the other side of the christmas carols the darkness yep we're going to be talking about a couple songs that have that dastardly dark meaning right and something to remind us that it's not always a wonderful life (laughs) so we're we've picked two songs grandma got run over by a reindeer And um, a song from a wonderful, beloved cartoon. Yeah, which I've heard it's uh, seen where it's been called A Kiss a Toy, but it's also been called The Price You Pay. Mm-hmm. So, and you will pay the price. Oh, you got to pay. <laughs> so, yeah, with Christmas and our lives, are there any experiences that stick out to you when you were a kid? Christmas, I always loved Christmas Day. It was good. Me too. But there was one Christmas <laughs> which was very memorable to me. My sister and I had been little jackasses uh-huh. uh, before Christmas. Oh. And my parents threatened us with not having Christmas or telling Santa we can't have any gifts. Yeah. And we were like, man, we're going to call your bluff on this one because <laughs> we just spoke to Santa and uh, he told us he was going to be there and we were good. God, you're some little punk ass kids. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were like <laughs> little jackasses sitting in the back seat eating candy canes. Yeah, it's like, screw like getting y'all. all sticky. And uh, <laughs> fuck, we just talked to Santa and uh, he said we're having Christmas. Suck a dick, mom and dad. And, um, and so <laughs> we get up uh, Christmas morning and uh, there is absolutely freaking nothing under the tree from Santa. No. There's the packages that were already there. Yeah. And there's nothing from Santa. <laughs> For me and my sister. Oh, no. And so we go and look, and we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, my parents are like, yep, see, I guess uh, I guess our Santa got our phone call. And we're like, dang. Oh, my God. Yeah. So my mom scrambled some eggs, and we had some bacon. We're sitting at the table, <laughs> and like crying. Uh, our lips are out. We're like, 
eating scrambled eggs on sad eggs on <laughs> <Yeah>. Christmas. <laughs> it's just like a normal day. Right. We're just like sobbing, eating eggs. And uh, my dad, they let this go for a while. And they're like, well, just open up your presents from grandma. And we got pants. <laughs> and we got our clothes. And we're like, yay, pants. And we're like, let's take pictures. And uh, took pictures with our pants. There's and, always um, that one relative that gave you clothes. Right. Or... So we got pants. And this is when we lived in Montana. My dad went to go Ooh. shovel snow. It was about lunchtime now. Yeah. And so all Christmas, we were just like sitting around <laughs> sad as kids can get sad. Yeah. And um, my dad went out to shovel snow. And he comes back in and he's stomping the snow off his boots. And he's like, you guys need to get out here. We're like, "Eh, it's cold. And he's like, no, put your coats on and get out here. I think Santa came. We went outside and he's like, what is this big box? And he made, and my dad and mom had made little reindeer prints in the sand and boot prints. And there was a big giant like refrigerator box. And it was crammed full of toys and shit. And our bikes were propped up against the box. And there was a note on it that said, I see you guys got the message. Mm. You were very good this morning. Ah, this and morning. So, <laughs> so on our on my way back to the North Pole, I decided that you guys should have this stuff. But wow. next year, if you're not good, I'm not going to come back by. Man, your parents were clever. <laughs> That's good. And so we got all the crap and pissed y'all whatever. off and yep. made y'all so sad. Right. That's the way to treat some punk asses. I know. We, <laughs> I can't remember exactly what we did, but I remember being a little asshole. See, and if my parents had threatened to tell Santa, I'd been like, no, no. Right. I wouldn't have even been like, yeah, we already talked. <laughs> we talked to him. It was the Sears Santa. That's the real one. <laughs> no, the one thing I remember about Christmases at my house. I mean, it was always great time. But I do remember we would always end up waking my parents up because all the excitement, you get up way earlier than normal. Right. And I remember every Christmas as a kid, we would get up and we would have to sit with my mom on their bed while my dad turned the heat on in the house because he's such a cheap ass because he would turn the temperature down really low so he didn't have to use too much heat. And we would have to spend about 15 minutes sitting on the bed kind of shivering. Huddled together? Yeah, huddled together while we're waiting for the house to warm up. It's like the Scrooge. <laughs> so did he, he have like a night? And, and... Counting his gold coins. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he saved some money by doing that. But yeah, damn it, we'd have to wait until the house heated up before we could go to the <laughs> den. <laughs> They were always generous, but he wasn't generous with the heat. That is so insane. <laughs> oh, it definitely made for some good memories. Oh. The frigid Christmas. I know. <laughs> exactly. What the hell? But uh, let's see. Uh, do you want me to go ahead and go on this yeah, one? Yeah, go for it. All right. This one I'm going to be talking about actually is near and dear to me because were you much of a Christmas show Man, I Watcher love those claymation. Yeah. Yes. Rudolph and See, that's Little what Drummer Boy. That's what we're going to be talking about. The movies like Elf, A Christmas Story, those have all come out like in the 80s and 90s. Right. We didn't have any of that back when we were kids. Yep. We had figures that were moved with stop action. And The film. Grinch. Oh, yes, the animated Grinch. Yeah. No, those were classics. But we'd watch them every year. My mom would go into the TV guide. She was an artist. Mm -hmm. But she would draw little berries and leaves next to the episodes that were Christmas related. So we knew 
Which where ones? to turn on the TV. So when I was trying to figure out what kind of dark Christmas song to talk about, right. there's always some lists that are compiled of the uh, different songs that have really the dark meaning. I mean, there's some that we already are familiar with, like uh, Santa Baby. It's yeah. about a grown woman seducing gifts out of Santa. And then, of course, there's that one, The Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah where a man roofies a lady's drink and then <laughs> makes advances to get her to stay the night. Oh, the Christmas spirit. <laughs> no, right? And that one's played everywhere, and it's just like, don't y'all listen to what yep. it's about? Well, but I'm going to talk about a song that made the top of many lists as the creepiest song, which came from a movie during the days they made the stop-motion films, just like we were talking about. And the company that made these was Rankin and Bass. Rankin Bass Productions. It sounds like a group from uh, England. Like a... <laughs> Rankin and Bass. It's a rap group. But they made the Rudolph one, the Little Drummer Boy, the Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, my God. I loved all of them. Those were good, weren't they? That's what we had. We'd watch them religiously. And they as had a kid. good music. Oh, they did. But you're going to be surprised on this one. The thing that was funny about the shows, too, is that they were kind of blatant about issues that kids might be having, like bullying. Because I remember in the Rudolph one, they're out doing their little reindeer game thing. And then his nose pops off. Yeah. And his prosthetic uh, nose. His prosthetic, yeah. And even the PE coach, uh, it was Coach Comet, he talked in a mafia accent because he was like, Yeah, see, we're not going to let Rudolph play in any of our <laughs> games anymore. She should don't let Rudolph play. God, even that damn PE coach is uh, right. attacking Rudolph. So, I mean, they didn't hold back during these episodes. But this one was released in 1970. It's the one Santa Claus is coming to town. I really liked that one. It was when uh, it talks about the history of a lot of the traditions. It's that... an origin story of Santa. Exactly. And, of course, Santa as the young Saint Nick. He's right. got the red hair and all that stuff. And he seduces stuff. Mrs. Yeah. St. Nick. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a whole other mm -hmm. issue. But there was one song on there that's, um, If you sit on my lap today, a kiss, a toy is the price you pay. Yep, I that remember one, that one. I know. As soon as I saw it on the list, I was like, why is that on the list? Started reading the lyrics. But the movie is about the origin of Santa. It's narrated by Fred Astaire. And Santa is voiced by Mickey Rooney. Oh, uh, wow. And the whole story is about the ruler in a town called Sombertown, Burgermeister Meisterburger. Burger. yes. He bans the toys in the town after he trips on a toy duck and suffers a leg injury. <laughs> so this song is called A Kiss a Toy, but I've also seen it called The Price You Pay. I actually remembered the song from watching these shows every Christmas, but now when you get to the lyrics, you're like, oh, Holy shit. There's a moment in the movie where Santa's sitting at a fountain where two kids are washing their stockings. And then Chris Kringle, the red-haired young yep. guy, he offers them toys. And as he's offering them the toys, he sings a song with these lyrics. He says, if you sit on my lap today, a kiss a toy is the price you'll pay. When you tell me what you wish for in a whisper, be prepared to pay. 
When you sit on my left knee, don't be stingy. Be prepared to pay. It's like dark, dark. Yep. And then it's uh, if whenever you take, you give a little back, then whoever you love will give a little love back. So give a little love, get a little love back. Don't you have a little love that you want to get back? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's, and that's as kids are gathering around right. him. I remember the scene. And they start hopping on his lap yeah. and kissing him and all this stuff as he's giving out the gifts. Right. And this scene has actually been deleted. What? As of late on television. Many will no longer play this scene from the movie. So they've taken it away. And I can see why, because when you start hearing it, it's like, I mean, it didn't didn't do anything to us. We didn't think anything bad right. of it when we were kids. Yeah, I didn't either. But then all of a sudden I'm seeing a bunch of kids gather around a strange red-haired dude and sitting on his lap kissing him for toys I mean, it, it's a little cringy. It sets up a weird precedent. Yeah, it really does. And it's just like, mm, they may have crossed the line on that one. Right. So, I didn't know that they took that out. Yeah. I mean, they, they've already ruined Looney Tunes for me. Oh, you're not kidding. And Tom and Jerry. Uh, I've seen them taking it. I just, uh, is there some kind of maliciousness <laughs> behind this. I mean, it seems accidental. Yeah. Whole... I want to know, is is anyone who made that cartoon pervy and they put that in there for a purpose? Per- pervy purpose. Right. <laughs> Say that 10 times. Because um, I feel like it was accidental. And when I watched it, I thought it was very sweet. Not that I ever wanted to kiss Santa. Yeah. I was like, here's what I want. Give me my candy cane and mouth. <laughs> Did you ever sit on his lap as a kid? Absolutely. I yeah. had to, And there were several times where I had to go back because I forgot something. <laughs> like we went back to the mall uh, a week later and I was like, uh, yeah, I got to go get in that line again because I forgot to tell Santa something. My parents are like, no, it's a long line. I was like, I got to. <laughs> and I get up there and I was like, dude, forgot the forgot I wanted baby tender love. Lisa, you mentioned something earlier and I just barely caught it. You said something about the Sears Santa being the real Santa. Yep. Can you expand on that? Yeah. So my parents told us the lie, and this is probably why I was such an asshole around Christmas time, <laughs> that the Sears Santa was the real Santa and all the other Santas were Santa's helpers. Because oh. you know, you go into the mall and there'd be that big Santa. Oh, yeah. Near the fountain. Yeah, right at the center of the mall. I found out later the reason why we didn't go to the helper Santa is you had to pay to go to that Santa. <laughs> and the Sears Santa was free. <laughs> <laughs> so they devised this lie. Your dad was a cheap ass, too. Yes. <laughs> we barely had the heat on. <laughs> so we went to the Sears Santa because it was free and the one in the middle of the mall was labeled a helper and we would heckle that Santa too. Oh my God. One I was like, and tell all the kids, and I was like, that's not even the real Santa. That's a helper. <laughs> you were on the end. Totally, totally. Oh my we're, God, the yeah. free one is the real one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And we, oh. we didn't know at the time, but I, when I was older, I realized when my little brother and sister were going yeah i was like oh fuck this guy this guy's because it's free and then i called my parents out and like, yeah shh quiet 
<laughs> That's good. Plus, he gave out better candy. He gave out like full size big candy canes. And the mall Santa had those little tiny mini candy canes. Oh, God. Yeah, those tiny ones. Screw that shit. Yeah, no. You got to have it big. Yep. yep. That's what she said. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so what story do you have on a song? So the song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, yeah. So I looked at several songs. You know, there's that Lady Gaga song called Christmas Tree that's about her vagina. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> she got a song called Christmas Tree and it's, a, I mean, come on, man. I mean, is she talking about flocking her Christmas tree? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, my God. Pretty much. No. And so I was just like, mm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And that was one of the ones I was thinking about doing. But I thought of this one because my grandma freaking loved this song. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was weird when it came out because even as a kid, I didn't like it because it seemed just weird. <laughs> like cannibalism. Yeah. It's just, it, well, I mean, because you're used to the. Eating your own. Right. You're used to these these happy Christmas songs. And this one just wasn't. And even the hidden ones, like even the Santa Claus is Coming to Town song is on surface level is not dark. This one's just dark right out of the chute. And it's sung so happy. I can't remember who sang it. Elmo been... and Patsy made it famous. Oh, so um, no. it, it had existed for a while. Yeah. And several other people had performed it. Mm-hmm. But the Christmas classic as we know it was performed by Elmo and Patsy. Oh, okay. It's a pretty twisted palate cleanser to all the sugar plums and silver bells of all the other stuff. <laughs> in this song, if you've not heard it, in this song, Grandma drinks too much eggnog, stumbles oh. out the door <laughs> against the urging of the family to stay. So Grandma's a little obstinate, which Ooh. I think that's the part my grandma liked. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and on her way home, she's run over by a reindeer. Holy crap. There's nothing wholesome about this song. And... My grandma would giggle every time she heard it. She thought it was the funniest thing. And I was offended for her. I was like, they shouldn't do this. And she's like, no, it's funny. And I was like, you're not offended by it? And she's like, no, it's good hearted. (laughs) Then I remember that my grandma used to make fruitcakes around this time. And they were like, they weighed like 50 pounds because it probably had a bottle and a half of whiskey in them. Holy crap. You know what? I don't think I've ever had a bite of fruitcake. Really? No, because it just oh. doesn't look appealing. It's got little green and red chunks. And... You would have loved my grandma's With the hooch cakes. in it. Yeah. Yep. And she would be making these fruitcakes, almost called a whiskey cake, because it was. <laughs> and, and she would be taking wee nips of it while she's mm. making them. So I think probably she's thinking, oh, Grandma's drinking eggnog. I love this song. Oh, um, yeah. You kind of lose your sense of judgment <clears throat> on, like, measuring things whenever right. you've had a few right. sips. Yeah. yeah, and she would, I'm going off track a little bit, but you got to hear this. Okay. So she would start making the fruitcakes right after Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and each household got one, and she would put them in the dark confines of the pantry. <laughs> 
And as soon as they absorbed all the whiskey, she would pull them out and douse them again. (laughs) So it soaked up all of the whiskey like a big giant (laughs) fruitcake sponge. (laughs) Yeah. So all the candy, the orange and red candy that you're talking about, was just completely whiskey soaked. Oh, my God. With the kids. Yes. (laughs) So we would eat these cakes and watch probably like Santa Claus is coming to town and totally want to sit on Santa's lap because we were drunk. Drunk. (laughs) Let's go to Sears. (laughs) I'm going to sit on that guy's lap. Give me that cake. (laughs) So anyway, so the song was written by a Uh, Dallas resident and his name was Randy Brooks. So tie it all back to Texas because everything dark in Texas... Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. So many things. Texas also knows how to handle crazy relatives. Oh, God. Right. Especially during the holidays. So I I figure it's. Everyone has one of them. It's a Southern thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so it's rumored that the song originated from a true story. And it was written to explain to the children and the family how grandma died on Christmas Eve without ruining the holidays. So grandma passed away in an accident. Yeah. And. They didn't want it to just destroy the holidays for everybody and destroy memories. Well, sure, yeah. So he wrote this crazy song about huh. grandma getting run over by a reindeer uh-huh. to cover up the true death of grandma. <laughs> oh, God. But you'd think that it would make them not like reindeer because, you know, in Rudolph, it yeah. made me not like reindeer because they were mean and bullies. Oh, yeah. And then they go and they kill grandma. Who? Duh. Why? Thugs. Reindeer Vicious. are thugs. <laughs> Um, so they wanted Santa to not be blamed. So he right. probably said, let's just blame a damn reindeer. They already did the Rudolph and yeah. the bullies. The gang of eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess probably it promoted that Santa's real because if grandma's dead <laughs> and you tell the story she got hit by a reindeer, then it's got to be real. Kill grandma. Yeah. It's almost right? like the kids would go to school and brag about right. it. Right. He's like, yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about your parents as Santa? No, they're not, because they killed my grandma. <laughs> anyway, so so Randy put the story to music, and the rest is history. And it lived a pretty small life. Yeah. And this DJ in San Francisco recorded it, and no traction, nothing happened. Right. And Elmo and Patsy heard Randy sing it when he did his a little acoustic gig. And they're like, oh. shoot, can we play the song? Can we record it? Huh. And he's like, yeah. yeah. It immediately took off. Immediately. Wow. But there's a DJ in San Francisco who's friends with Randy. So I guess Randy had moved to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And he said it's actually not as wholesome as you would think that yeah. what Randy said, that he was trying to tell this story to save Christmas for the young kids. Yeah. He actually said that this, that Randy told him that his grandma left him out of the will, and he was a little pissed, and he wrote a story killing grandma off and no! put hoof prints on her head and everything Oh, <laughs> because my he was God. left out of the will. Oh, my God. What a way to take tradition and make it retaliation. Right. Oh, good God. <laughs> so anytime you're mad at a family member, and I yeah. think this is a really constructive way to do it, because, yeah. you know, you got to come together with family, write a Christmas song about it. It's like therapy. Right. <laughs> Yeah. If you can kill them, then go ahead and make it festive. The Toadies wrote a, I keep bringing everything back to the Toadies, but we have a Christmas song. Yeah. Santa Side. 
Oh, yes. I love that song. Man, if, okay, so this is out there. If you get a chance to listen to it, it's the most brilliant Christmas song, I think, oh, out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's about someone who goes a little wacko and gets mad that the Christmas spirit is lost with this guy in a red coat. And so he wants to make sure everybody knows that Christmas is about Jesus, so he goes and kills all the Santas. Oh, that was, that song it actually was is brilliant. so fun to play. Wasn't yeah. it? It's real heavy. Oh, it is. It's actually a brilliant song about the Christmas spirit, because it what, is about it, the, Jesus and not Santa. The chorus was like, come along, fat man, Santa, bastard. you yeah. bastard. That was so good. Yeah. yeah. See, songs are a way to vent. But. And even during the Christmas season, People get a little wacky, and they still got to be yeah. human. Yep. They just need some of your grandmother's fruitcake. Right. It's delicious. Then I wish she was still around. No one knows how to do it. You just got to soak it you gotta soak, <laughs> over I mean, and over and over. I have tried to recreate this Christmas yeah. brick of a <laughs> delicacy, and I swear to God, they weighed 50 pounds, oh and my. all of it was whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it was heavy because they all are. They yep. all seem to have some weight to them. But when you add whiskey 10 different times. Those little intoxicating candies. Yeah. You're uh, one of the few kids in the world that ate fruitcake I and ate, enjoyed loved it. it. <laughs> loved it. With some eggnog. Yeah. yeah. Or hot cocoa. And then you had to be off the wagon. I don't know. Off the wagon. Does that mean you're drinking again? No, we're kids. We're totally all about the wagon. <laughs> Ride that little red wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, This beautiful Christmas carol signifies the coming of the Lord. (laughs) It's the Christmas kazoo. It is the Christmas kazoo. Yeah. There is that cartoon about the Christmas kazoo. (laughs) Oh, yeah? The little kazoo boy. (laughs) Who goes and serenades the manger? Yes, and he, uh, I guess, what he has a chicken, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, Christmas chicken. Yeah, and, uh, and a monkey. And the reason why you, it's rarely heard or seen is because it got one star. Ah, uh, <laughs> but this didn't get one star, did it? The little kazoo boy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, it was no. so good that it got more stars. So, yeah, let's not even include the little kazoo boy in this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Lone Star Salute where we talk about one-star reviews. Yeah, it's the one-star reviews on music, clubs, anything, to music, music or entertainment. Yep. Yeah. You so, have one, Charles? I do. And this one is from Rolling Stone magazine, who usually kind of tries not to get to... Mean or vicious. They usually don't do one star. No, but this one they did. And staying uh, within the Christmas realm, this was voted the worst Christmas song to exist. And it's actually on YouTube. It was on the Jessica Simpson show. I guess it was a Christmas special on ABC. Mm. And it's Jessica singing along with her sister, Ashley Simpson, and they're singing The Little Drummer Boy. An all-time favorite. Yeah, so here's what Rolling Stone had to say about this version of it. You've heard of The War on Christmas? This song is the sinking of the Lusitania, the atrocity that makes previously peaceful civilians decide this war might be a groovy idea. Wow. For Rolling Stone... 
The Little Drummer Boy would be at the top of this list no matter who sings it, even legends like Joan Jett or Bob Seger, the absolute ghastliest of holiday tunes. But Jessica and Ashley Simpson put all their sisterly power into it, like they're saying, quote, you already think this sucks, just you wait. And then they go on to say each pa-rumpa-pum-pum is another drop in their musical waterboarding. Respect to the Simpson sisters for making every other Little Drummer Boy version out there look tame. Christmas, you chose violence. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely mean words from Rolling Stone. You know it's got to suck bad at Rolling Waterboarding. Stone. Waterboarding. Musical waterboarding. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know it's bad. So yeah, if you want to listen to it, it's on YouTube. Just mm. Jessica Simpson, Little Drummer Boy. I have one. Yeah. And just the title alone, you'll understand why it's one star. Uh-huh. This is a John Denver Christmas song. Oh. And it's called Please Daddy Don't Get Drunk for Christmas. <laughs> And I wanted to do this as my story, but it is freaking sad. Oh, no. Um, So here's the review of this song. In the middle of a career full of lighthearted pop songs comes this brutal song that is a plea from a little boy to his alcoholic father. This is probably one of the most upsetting Christmas songs ever written. I guess we all need a reality check for the holidays, if that's what you're looking for. Welcome to the drinking problem, Carols. (laughs) But why just focus on dad? Mom's on meth. Teenage sister has a baby. Uncle's car repossessed. Grandma has dementia. Merry fucking Christmas. Let's try not to get bogged down in all of that jolly crap. Thanks, John Denver. Wow. But here's uh, an interesting side note about that horrible, crappy song. It's okay. not a crappy song. It's sad. Yeah. I can't listen to it. It's horrible. Um, no. Not because of the Not performance, the performance. It's the, what it the stands for. The meaning. Yeah. It's just tear-jerkingly sad. Yeah. But it was written by Bill Danoff and Taffy Navert, and they are famous for being the two members of the Starland Vocal Band. Starland. Do you remember them? Afternoon uh, delight. Oh my God! Remember that? Yes. Yeah. So, rockets in flight. Yes. So they wrote Afternoon yeah. Delight and Please, Daddy, Don't Get Drunk for Christmas. <laughs> oh God! But they also wrote. They have a another contact to John Denver. They also wrote Country Roads. Really? Yeah. So they were writers before they did wow. uh, Afternoon Delights. Oh. That's crazy. And so many afternoon delights <laughs> made oh. people go home. In the 70s, people were like, I love that song. Let's go home in the middle of the day and do stuff. Yeah. Wonka, wonka, wonka. yeah. Exactly. But, oh, man. The See, they just took your fruitcake to a whole nother level. Yes, they did. It's like, Dad, you're having too much fruitcake. I'm making the fruitcake, son. <laughs> Just put a damper on Christmas, why don't we? I can only imagine people sitting around listening to Christmas songs, and that's one of them. Yeah, and it pops up on the playlist. (laughs) Like, did your parents put on Christmas songs Christmas Day? Oh, yeah. And can you imagine if that was on the playlist? Oh, 
Well, I mean, that explains why I I don't think I've ever heard it. Right. But now I'll put it on the playlist. Right. <laughs> so you put that on Surprise Your Family. I've right. got a little playlist I made for you guys. <laughs> put all these crazy songs. Everyone gather around. Yeah. <laughs> that does put a damper on the Christmas day. Right. But, yeah. But if it was happening in real life where dad was falling drunk under the tree. Oh, God. That would probably screw things up, too. No one needs reality interjected into Christmas. No. Let's keep it all just the nice little festive imaginary virgin, stuff. Virgin having a baby and yeah. <laughs> flying reindeer and all that magical <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh. Speaking of virgins having babies, <laughs> we're at the happy ending. <laughs> oh, who needs a manger? No manger uh. here. <laughs> we do have farm animals, though. Yeah. Oh, so God. many farm animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't have my sound effect. That's up why I did it. Time. Okay, thank no you. No sound effects, so I'm doing a drop. There we <laughs> go. Yeah, there Were we monkeys go. a part of Christmas? Um, uh, there you go. They were. That yeah. was me and my sister in the back seat fighting over candy canes. <laughs> 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 so let's recap. Yeah. yeah. So there was the uh, the story about if you sit on my lap today, it's there. You can pull it up on YouTube. Those lyrics are what they're saying. And if you try to watch it on TV now, you might not see that scene. So yeah, this I feel is like a that, true thing. Yeah, but I feel it's a, got a little bit of jackalope to it. Yeah. Because I don't think it was intentional. I don't know. It can definitely leave that open area where you can take it in a dark way. Don't say that over and over again. Take it in a dark way. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) grandma got run over by a reindeer. Randy Brooks has Mm -hmm. told two different stories, evidently, or there's a rumor. So we don't really know which story is true. So it's either to smooth over the death of grandma. Yeah. Or... Pissed off at grandma for leaving him out of the will. You know, I could see it both ways. So we're not sure which one it is. And um, so hmm. right now that's a jackalope tale. Okay. so we've... Until it's proven. But I mean, I like the idea that he wrote the song because his grandma left him out of the will. I know. It feels just... I know. When you're a songwriter and you've been uh, jinxed by your grandmother. Right. What better thing to do than write a song yeah, about gonna... it? You got hit by a reindeer. Yeah, and then it becomes famous and right. it's played year round. Every Christmas, <laughs> she has to hear it. Actually, she's dead, so she won't hear it. Oh. Oh, you know what? Then that's not even good. Oh, She see. wrote the story about Grandma and she's dead already anyway. It's not oh. even It's not even good revenge. No. no. Yeah, we just realized that. I don't like that. that one. No, never mind. <laughs> Scratch that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Follow the links on our show notes to find us on the socials. Yeah, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And join us next time as we question, is it real or is it a jackalope tale? Uh.